0: go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: Ladies hey, and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I'm your endearing host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Bert
0: Roadie. Happy Father's Day, Coconuts. That's enough. And button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, you guys. How's it going? You guys enjoyed the heat today? It was a hot day out in Bowie.
1: Yeah, it was rocking in the mid 80s. Look out.
0: Yeah. I know. I, I say that. Where your sunscreen. I say that as I'm moving to Florida.
1: I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, Josh, if you and your girls can't handle mid-80s, what are you doing going to Florida? Oh no, I was gosh. good with the
0: heat. I did. I almost said something to my girls about, hey, we're moving to Florida, but yeah, I did not. Yeah, you better get used to this. Yeah. I, I that, them... that would be a, that's a cool day in Florida. Right.
1: Yeah, but we were out there at Bowie Bay Sox Stadium celebrating um, Father's Day at the Bay. So shout out to all the fathers out there listening to the show. Happy Father's Day to all of you absolutely and even to the non-fathers yeah. uh no not happy father's day to you like get a son or something get, <laughs> get a kid what what, what what are you waiting for
0: and good to see uh, a few three three sixers out there
1: yes absolutely Some hardcore coconuts that was fun to hang out with them absolutely uh but let's start at the beginning uh we went to uh uh Bert, had the uh the privilege of throwing out the ceremonial first pitch. Well that's not even the beginning well, no. well I was gonna say but he had the chance prior to that to get his arm warmed up and yeah. stretched out his arm with a little on the field toss father son action. Father
2: son uh have a catch, as they say, on the field down at Prince George's Stadium, Bowie Bay Sox. Uh yeah, they opened up the ballpark early. Uh so we got there around twelve fifteen, went down to the field with our gloves, and me and my boy played a little bit of catch out in center field. Uh Started drizzle a little bit but uh but we uh we had a good time out there. And yeah, I was able to warm up my arm uh, in preparation for the ceremonial first pitch.
1: Yeah, I got there around twelve forty and I saw the outfit was just packed with people. Um I was I was just thinking how there's some there's some uh, I don't know who the 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 um, what do you call it, the crew manager, you know, the, the ground crew, crew uh I, I don't know the head ground crew keeper i bet she or he he or she was kind of losing their mind seeing all those people <laughs> running around the field because it was a pretty good crowd of buoy uh, it was it was a it was
2: a bigger crowd than i was expecting and uh and it was quite crowded out in the outfield for that game of catch uh you had to be careful out there you know because was, <laughs> there wasn't really much organization to it like people were playing catch vertically horizontally Parallel to each other, perpendicular to each other. So it was like a maze of trying not to walk in the path of balls being thrown. And uh well, and I
1: would imagine up the most skilled throwers at all times as well.
2: No, it was it was a lot of kids, which I think was probably an the intention, yeah, but a point. couple <laughs> of uh a couple of dads our age with their dads who are you know trying to throw it as hard as they can you know hoping there's some Oriole scouts there watching them or something. Oh, we've all seen uh, that. So yeah, you had, you had to be careful uh, for the uh, the tryouts. The guys out there trying out for the team. Um, yeah, I was I was just fortunate to give a little underhand toss to my five year old and have him catch it and throw it back uh, without too much trouble. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, it was a little dangerous and and there were quite a few. Uh, it uh, wasn't all dads and sons. There were daughters out there. There was there was a lot of softballs being thrown. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good time. Any wiffle balls? I didn't see any wiffle balls. A couple of rubber balls. Uh, yeah, bright yellow softballs. Uh, a couple of girls thrown real hard. Was it BYOB? Um, <laughs> Did you have to bring your own ball? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, BYO ball. Was it really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. They so you they might have. Uh, you heard, you. You guys know we're all well aware of uh, how expensive baseballs are for minor leaguers these days. Eight dollars a pop. Yeah, so I don't think they had. You know, there was no big giant bucket of baseballs they were just giving out to people. Um, you had in order to get a free baseball, you had to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. Segway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you got that free baseball, Bert. So not a, typical. Yeah, and it wasn't just he, where yeah.
0: he maneuvered it to not be just Bert but to make it make it a twofer yeah well i thought my son
2: is there i was like i thought i'd bring him down there and just say hey it's father's day can my son come on the field with me no big deal and if they said no it's no big deal that's fine never hurts to ask no but uh so i went down there with him and uh the girl you know doing the uh check-in at the dugout i said uh this is uh where we're supposed to come to throw out the first pitch she's like yeah is this him is this the little guy a uh, little guy going to throw out the first pitch? And I didn't want to be like, no, it's supposed to be me. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no, sure, he can do it. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, but then it, it, so I was like, I was, uh, you know, comfortable saying, okay, well, I'll let Albie do it. I don't need to do it. That's fine. It'll be cute. Uh, but then she did come back up later and she said, well, if he's Albie, who is Bert? Because Bert's supposed to be throwing it out. And I said, well, that's me. And so she said, well, I'll just let you both do it. And I got the impression if you know where to stand at the right time when they're doing the check in, they'll yes. pretty much let anybody throw out the first pitch as long as you say you want to do it. <laughs> and, and I kind of said that to her. I was like, so I could have just been anybody standing over here and you would have let us down there. She's like, yeah, pretty much. Right. Well, there was a couple a of ceremony accepted. first pitch
1: throwers, right? It wasn't just you. There was a couple more.
2: There was uh, two other guys. One was um, an older guy. I think he was there with a group, a representative of a, a group sale or something. And then another guy who uh, was, I think, a member of the grounds crew and has been for several years. And today was his last game. He was referred
1: as to as the grounds crew. He was referred to as the beard. Yeah. Yes. You know where? The, he was, you know where the had quite
0: the beard. You know where the beard is moving to? No. Daytona. Oh, for yeah, real? Yeah, he's going. He's following, following you. Following me. We're going down together. <laughs>
2: Um, but then she said, uh, when we checked in, we're going to throw out the first pitch. She's going to let my son do it. She's going to let me do it. She said, uh, we got plenty of baseballs, so you both can do it. I said, great. And they come down and they bring us see these, uh, orange and white brand new baseballs that are printed on their base socks. ceremonial first pitch.
0: That's like a $9 ball there.
2: Yeah. It's a nice baseball. Uh, we each got one.
0: Why
1: not? So
2: the, that, I thought that'd yeah. be cool enough, you know. We get a free baseball. That's awesome. Nice and little then there's uh, memento. Some
1: scraggly high schooler with a weird mustache. Catching <laughs> for you.
2: Yeah, I didn't even recognize. they they're like, okay, well, uh, you'll you'll throw to a player, I'm, and it's just this guy. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know. I don't have the whole Sox roster memorized. Who you saw him? I,
1: did you recognize him or no? No, no. Okay. I
2: because he looked different from the last time I remembered seeing. Said, uh, ball player Hunter Harvey. Um, the last time I remember seeing, if you asked me to draw a picture or describe what Hunter Harvey looks like, I would have described like a 17 to 19 year old kid with short hair and like a thin mustache. Yeah. Uh, but he's got long hair now. His, uh, his must, his little thin, uh, mustache has grown into more of a goatee beard situation. A little bit, Um. So he looked a little mature, a little more grown up, and uh, that was the cool part. Uh, I mean, it just kept getting a little yeah, that was cooler cool by the minute. It was cool because uh, they could have just picked any scrub yeah. off of uh, the base base Sox roster. They got Hunter Harvey out there. We get to throw out the first pitch to Hunter Harvey. So
1: I thought that was cool. Did that motivate you? Maybe you know to put a little bit more heat on your fastball, try to impress Harvey. You no, uh, the night before. <laughs> no, I,
2: I wasn't one of the guys trying out or anything. My and my whole mentality going into the ceremonial first pitch because I've seen a lot of people stress about it and heard nightmare stories about overthrowing or hitting <laughs> somebody. Yeah, or you, underthrowing. You don't
1: want to make Twitter, yeah, with this, yeah. No, so I, I videotaping the whole thing, so it would not make <laughs> Twitter for something my, good.
2: My mentality was just not to think about it at all. I didn't even, I didn't even let it sit around in my head leading up to it. And they hand me the ball, and I'm not trying to overpower it. I'm, I'm just, I basically just lobbed it in the air. It was probably a bit low and inside if a batter was standing there.
0: Um, but I don't, I did not embarrass myself. I can say that uh, confidently. And I think, and yeah, uh, I think that's where you ended up. It ended up being good for you that it was. Just you and not all three of us, because if it was all three of us, we'd all be trying to outdo each other. It
1: would have got a bit competitive, I'm sure. Yeah, yours was a bit. I mean, it wasn't
0: embarrassing, but
1: it was a bit of a lollipop. If I if I can say that for. Sure, <laughs> little... sure. It wasn't coming sure. in that's... there on a line drive.
2: No, no, and that's okay. I uh,
0: like I said, it could have been a lot worse. I think they should start putting a batter up there for the first pitch. And you're in. And... <laughs> He gets to either embarrass you by crushing the ball, or you get an extra cheer if you strike him.
2: Well, and I, they, they gave me the choice real quick, like on the moment. But they're like, Are, "Do you want to go next?" And so I took the opportunity. I thought it was smarter to go before my son, my five-year-old son, because uh, he's he was dressed in his full Orioles uniform, yeah. baseball pants, he was cheating, and tall socks. it up, yeah, he was. So I was like, I, I. I can't go after this cute, adorable little kid. I got to go first, and then let him have the spotlight after me. Uh, and he did have so the bigger had,
1: applause. How does it make you feel, your son? He did. He got. Applause. I heard
2: some hooting and hollering for uh, <laughs> Albie Roady,
0: <laughs>
2: but they moved him up a little closer, and he had a nice toss to Hunter Harvey yeah. as well. So he, did.
0: uh, he didn't embarrass me either. <laughs> oh, I got I got Camden in my ear. Why does be get to do that? <laughs> Yeah, you, I, you both turned it down I her, until yeah. I was the one that said, I'll
1: do it. I Heck, well, yeah, I'll do it. Me, I believe was my exact quote.
0: Tell me, hey, do you want to go throw the ball to Hunter Harvey?
1: <laughs> I, I saw a cool video on Twitter. I was hoping your son would do this. Where, I don't know if you guys saw this kind of cute where the kid refused to pitch from anywhere but the mound. And they kept on trying to get him to throw it. He said, no, I'm not going to throw it unless I stand on the mound. And he threw it from the mound. Did he make it all the way in? No, he made it doesn't, like two feet. Right, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's yeah. the point. <laughs> I
2: think uh, they moved Albie in a bit and I I think he got it in on a bounce, but, uh, but he still, he still looked good doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah.
2: And then at the end of it all, we get to keep our ceremonial first kit, first pitch baseballs and Hunter Harvey autographs, both of them. So, uh, Hunter Harvey is now my new favorite Oriole. (laughs) Good deal. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was very cool. Uh, you know, Took opportunity and and uh, worked out good. So uh, and they get they put the microphone in front of my face for a second because the PA announcer was down there and yeah. said section three three six. What's that? Why? What? What's the big deal with section three three six? I said, what was it?
0: The best seats in the house uh, in Camden Yards. Yeah, I, I noticed no mention of the podcast. No mention <laughs> of subscribe. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. No, no mention I, of review. I could have advertised. No I mention suppose of five stars. Right. 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 No, <laughs> yeah. No mention of – I'll be talking about this tonight.
1: No mention of Baltimore <laughs> Sports Magazine called us the Baltimore's Best Sports Podcast. Twice. <laughs> Twice. No mention of that. That's it. It's but probably you're right. better. You're right, Bert. It is a section in, at Camden Yard. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, right right. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
2: It's probably better that they didn't give me the opportunity to keep talking because then it would have turned into like one of those Adam Jones uh, yeah. questions again. Yeah, I well, love while I'm here. I have a question for Hunter Harvey. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pull, pull the mic away. You, you run. Hey, away. Hunter,
2: big fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always see. I always feel compelled not to ask a question, ramble on. But whenever I'm confronted with a, with a player in any situation, I'm always compelled to give them some advice on their career right. to help further their career. Did it's usually been good advice too. It really has. Did you feel compelled at all to give Hunter Harvey some advice? Like maybe like uh, maybe don't break your arm uh, or something like
0: stop getting hurt. Well, hold on, hold on. At what point did you figure out it was Hunter Harvey? When they told
2: me it's you'll be thrown to Hunter okay, Harvey. All right.
0: they, okay, they used his name. Gotcha. Yeah, they told me
2: uh, just before they brought us out there. And he was like the only player lingering around there. So I assumed that was going to be the guy. And then when they said his name, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. At, at least as, as far as the Bay Sox roster goes.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say he's... Yeah, I don't know who the biggest... Maybe Al Diaz is the biggest star, but yeah, he's probably number two.
2: I would argue that this was a better opportunity than throwing out the first pitch at an Orioles game at Camden Yards because who are you going to throw to? Like uh, Paul Fry? Like, get out of here.
0: I got Hunter Harvey. <laughs> who cares? And in front of
1: about the same num- number of people. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like now we need to expand this. To get Bert in front of every minor league ballpark, and and uh, throw out the first pitch. Yeah. So, keys, I, I, I
2: want to. Uh, I wonder if all birds. the other teams do a, a ceremonial first pitch ball because that could be a nice little collection
0: to acquire. Right. I, I think so. I mean, you just just go up and stand right beside there when it's time yep. and just walk right. on. Right. I think it was someone from Stranger Things on Saturday night. Today, it's Bert. As far as they know, they both got the same ball
1: yeah
2: yeah and uh i think it, it probably wouldn't hurt to bring a five-year-old
0: dressed in a full orioles uniform it does not hurt uh, that probably that. doesn't yeah. hurt my chances let's just yeah. let's just work on the answer to the question what is 336 let's just work <laughs> on that okay I'll, I'll have it written in my palm next time um
2: baltimore's best uh yeah. i'm spurts? glad you asked yeah give me a couple of
0: no no one's ever <laughs> asked me
2: <laughs> that, that's,
0: that's probably why it
2: caught me off guard because no one has ever asked me that before. <laughs> oh, I got, why do you want to know? What is
1: none of your business? What what are you asking me this? What right. <laughs> I got hey, I
0: got asked on Matt. When were we? Friday night going home from the Oriole game. A guy at Rite Aid or Walgreens uh, asked me what is Section three thirty six, and I told him it's a Baltimore Sports Podcast. Did not tell him it was mine. Just told him it was a Baltimore Sports Podcast, Baltimore Orioles Podcast. And he said, "Oh, is Rock Cubano on that one?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, all every right. Monday say, night. No, hold up. Let me tell you a minute how I feel about Rock Ruback. That's what I would said, and I would have given him a piece of my mind for about ten minutes.
2: Well, were you wearing a three three six shirt at the right age or something? I was. Mm.
0: Yeah. And ran I'm, into a weird guy.
1: You see, I, I have to answer all the time because every time, at some point in the school year, people discover that I have a podcast, and then all these kind of non baseball high schoolers want to know what three three six is about. Yeah, so I have to give yeah. my spiel like all the time. So I'm more, and I don't say it's a section in Camden Yard. <laughs> it's my favorite seats. It's where my seats are. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, so so Bert, you you acquitted yourself well there. I didn't see any scouts like with the radar gun out. You know, I didn't nah. see any any talk above that. Uh, maybe for Alby, that's how they do it nowadays. You know, with the with the kids. Younger, Albie, younger. Yeah. yeah, if Albie was in, like, the DR or something, he already would have a contract, maybe. That's how they do uh, it. Uh, they player.
2: videotaped him throwing just to get an idea of what kind of uh, motion he has right now at five. Uh, this, and then, uh, you know, they'll, they'll check back in another 10 years when he's 15 and, and see if he's improve to the level he should
1: yeah yeah i was focusing on his spin rate as he uh mm. threw that ceremony first pitch what's this yeah what's the spin rate is that going to miss some bats? Yeah. he
0: needs to he's got a heck of a change up for a five-year-old yeah right he's just got a problem work on he that doesn't route. have a fastball right, right. and now and the release point gotta work on that release point but they always say
2: you should not start teaching curveballs at age five like their hands and wrists are still developing so it's too early for curveballs well, and sliders
0: or the way you do it now is you do curveballs he throws left-handed Right. So that right. way you don't mess up the right hand.
2: And then maybe he could turn into, like, one of
0: those ambidextrous pitchers. Oh, like they had in yes, exactly. the
2: amphibious
1: pitcher from Oakland. Absolutely. Right, right. That's Devinder or something like that. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, the, the game itself, we got a chance to watch Dean Kramer. Yeah. Who is an exciting young arm. A guy we got back from the Dodgers for the part of the Manny Machado deal, which is looking like a good deal. I mean, time will tell, but it's looking like a pretty good deal. Um and he pitched really effectively. I mean, I know he gave up. I think the last the stat line was four runs over six innings, and he got the loss. But through through five innings, he was he was he pitched really effectively. All the runs came on two dongs. The one dong was just like barely got over like the three oh six wall right in the corner of uh, of uh, right field. So that was I don't even I don't even that really should even count. Three oh six is like a little half short. a run. This is really short over there. And but he was really effective. I was really impressed. He had nine strikeouts, um, had a good, you know, fastball 90, 92 miles per hour, sitting around nine, nine, 92, but a good secondary pitches. Um, missed some bats is what you want to see. So Dean Kramer looked, uh, it, it was fun to see him because he's an actual, I think, legitimate pitching prospect for the Orioles. Yes. Um, and a little one, uh, someone a little bit closer than you always hear about DL Hall, Grayson Rodriguez. Cody Sedlock, this one, uh, uh, Dean Kramer's a little bit closer. Sounds good to see on pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's a, a this-year guy, but certainly a next-year, a 2020 guy, uh, D- Dean Kramer. Maybe, maybe this year. I think you're making the argument that he could be called up this year. But after seeing the s- Orioles call up Luis Ortiz, it sounds like they're s- not yeah, calling up see- any prospects at this right.
0: point. Yeah, Kramer would have done a whole lot better than David, uh, Luis Ortiz did on yes. Friday. Yes. Calling up Luis Ortiz on Friday night. Uh, besides it being embarrassing for us Oriole fans, I think it sent the signal across Birdland that if it's a guy you heard of, he's not getting caught up this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of talk about how Orioles' prospects have to prove themselves before they get to the majors. Like Francisco has to hit well over an extended period of time. And other players need to hit well over an extended period of time. Um, but it's not true for players who aren't legit prospects. Like, we will call you up, and your ERA is, is over eight, and we will legitimately call you up just because, to us, you are an arm, and we don't care about you. We just need someone to start <laughs> this game right now because right. the prospects, like Keegan Aiken. Keegan is having a much better year in A than Luis Ortiz. But Luis Ortiz got the start because they don't think very highly of Luis Ortiz, and they think highly of Keegan Aiken. so they want Keegan Aiken to get those innings and not to get shellacked when he gets to the majors. You're telling me they – called up luis ortiz and they didn't know he was going to get shellacked when he had an era over seven at triple a when they called him up they knew this guy's going to get crushed and so they called him up you know whatever confidence we don't care about you're going to get crushed we called you up anyway he pitched that game and was demoted by triple a the next day and it just shows how they feel about luis ortiz do you think he goes
2: up he gets starts that game on friday Feeling like he's going to be shellacked, or is this an (laughs) opportunity with a chip on his shoulder to prove him wrong?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is a chance for all these young pitchers, right? They get a shot at the majors, whether it's Josh Rogers, who actually pitched pretty well, um, or anyone else. And I think this is what um, Brandon Hyde, Josh, I don't know know if you touched touch on this, but but manager Hyde, for the first time really all season, kind of went off on the team. And and part of what he said was, this team, players are given opportunities that normally wouldn't be given opportunities. So you better be freaking on your game. Because this is an opportunity that you would never otherwise get, so take advantage right. of it. Like Larissa Ortiz, this is an opportunity you should you have no business having. So take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, it's been I, it's been nice yeah. to see Hyde fired up about that this week. Uh, he was fired up. I think it was Friday, Saturday. He was talking. He was talking like that. Or just after getting embarrassed by Boston, right. he, got uh, a, he got ejected in, today, in three, right?
1: Three straight games. Yeah, he got ejected or over you know, call.
0: So same thing. Just you can see his frustration that it's got to be tough, even to, when you go in a season knowing the team's going to be bad. To be embarrassed has to be frustrating for him.
1: Yeah, and part of that is, like, mental errors, right? I mean, you saw Jackie Bradley Jr. steal a base until him, he, Bunny didn't even realize he, he, he ran. And you just <laughs> saw other, other just like dumb stuff happening on, on the base pass and, and, and the field. And you just, I don't care if you have minor leaguers playing who shouldn't be playing the majors. is no excuse for making mental errors, like, strike yeah. out against Chris Sale. I get that because everybody strikes out against Chris Sale because he's good. But, like, let a runner steal second and don't even look at him. Um, that's – like, that can't happen. Well, and it's simple. That's, that's
2: throwing out all your basic baseball – That that's, that's stuff you know to get to that point, And you're basically just throwing it all out because of nerves or because you're just
0: dumb. It's just stupid errors. Uh, I think of this week, uh, Manny Machado was on the Sabathia podcast. And everyone's talking about it online. And if you listen, he talked about J.J. Hardy. And what J.J. Hardy taught him is just consistency, consistency, consistency. And I f- feel like that's just like the basics like, that make stars like J.J. Hardy and Machado. Part of what makes them good is their talent, but just consistency of, of catching the ball, throwing the ball. And I think that's stuff where we're seeing the Orioles just screw up this year on basic stuff. I mean, just look at Machado. He consistently jogs out ground balls. Consistently gets into fights and arguments. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. it
1: it was a bit ironic because Manny Machado's the biggest criticism for Manny Machado on defense was his inconsistency as a defensive player. So it's kind of interesting he said that. But like, it's a long season, right? And you're out there every single game and you're playing in front of small crowds. And sometimes you may like I don't know, not concentrate because you do this every single night in front of small crowds. But, like, Ma- 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 managers Hyde's point is, like, you're freaking in the major leagues. And yeah. there's a freaking opportunity that very few people have in this world. So don't, you know, stay focused, even if you're doing it every night, even if you're doing it in front of a large crowd. Stay focused and get the job done because this is your sure. job. And, and if you don't get it done, honestly, you're not going to be here for long. And a lot of these guys who are here this year – are not going to be here next year. And certainly in two years, most of them will be gone.
2: If you uh, you make a dumb mental mistake in Bowie, maybe 3,000 people will see it or even hear about it. But, uh,
0: you know, even, if,
2: even on a terrible Oriole team, you're in the majors. It's going to be on MLB Network. It's going to be on John Boy Media on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be everywhere. Some
1: 50-year-old so, man on Facebook is going to be ranting about it. Yeah, yeah. Josh, Leave that stuff in the about, minors. Josh is going to say something about how Chris Davis would not have made that mistake.
0: I haven't said anything about Chris Davis. I think Chris Davis <laughs> has been okay this week. Yeah. <laughs> I, know got a, I know he got a base on – or no, he got hit by a pitch the game we went to on Friday. I know that. Yeah, I don't know if he did anything else.
1: But going back to that, that, the Bay Stocks game, we also saw – I mean, Yuznala you know, Diaz is one of our you know, top prospects. Uh, yeah. Again, a guy we got back from the Dodgers in that deal and he we saw him hit a double um, and drove
2: in two runs on that double
1: yeah and he does look i mean you can tell sometimes by looking at players like i'm no scout <laughs> but using that Diaz just looks like bigger <laughs> than everybody yes. else so there's like a uh, dead giveaway like that that's a dead giveaway that that he is i don't know that's you could just tell sometimes that people are different we could saw i saw remember watching Dylan Bundy when he pitched coming up and you could tell he was kind of different when he pitched um and and he, he by the way has been pitching I think pretty pretty decently I know yesterday didn't end well uh, but I thought he pitched pre- pretty well before they all the um it got it got real ugly uh, against Boston late, later in the game but yeah but using Diaz had a double so that was nice to see um, there was a nice uh, catch in center by McKenna which which was good to see so there was some um, good things and the seats were fantastic we were just a couple rows behind the catcher. Uh, so really, a great way to watch the game. It was sitting out in the sun, but it was uh, it was it was a great way to watch the game. So all all in yeah. all, a really great experience. Yeah. And yeah. out there with One a few coconuts, stadium. yeah, out with a few co- coconuts, which is great uh, with right. Daniel and Eric and uh, <laughs> and David. So, so, so that was great.
0: Yeah, and Daniel Daniel's not a little kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I every time we see him, he's like two three years more. Oh, yeah, because
1: because you didn't see him at FanFest. No, I missed him at FanFest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we saw him at FanFest. Yeah, he shot up. He's all grown up. Yeah, That's cool. Very good. And I got to talk to uh, uh, Dave, Dave, who was there, too. He's the Fantasy Baseball League I joined with him. So we got to talk to some Fantasy Baseball. You You still dropping the ball over there? What do you mean?
2: Well, you had so many so many troubles with the draft.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was giving me a hard time about it a little bit. But you no, know, he he was cool with it. The the other guys in the league were giving me a hard time about it. But um but no, I I've, I've made no mistakes. I've, You've settled in nicely. I've settled in nicely. I try to make a lot of moves just so it looks like I'm trying. Even like mm. sometimes make extra moves just for the sake of making moves, so it looks like I'm really actively paying right. attention and trying.
0: So when they look at updated news, it says shows all this stuff. Yeah, look at this do. guy.
1: Look at this guy. Look, he's doing all these moves. He's really invested. In <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I'm in the middle of the pack. I'm having a pretty good fantasy baseball team. Uh, season, though. So, hey, um, we should. Uh, yeah,
0: we should also praise the base Sox for their giveaway today. Uh, because it was a they gave away pint glasses and if we remember the Orioles gave away pint glasses a few weeks ago and they were plastic yeah they called them outdoor pint glasses outdoor pint glasses so the Bay Sox uh, gave away real glass pint glasses yeah, like, but yeah. Much nicer. they gave
1: a, they gave away 200 as opposed to, what, 25000 or something? They, I don't know. I didn't get it. It was the
2: first 500 dads yeah. got uh, a base Hey, so Josh, I
1: forget, I forget what they look like, Josh. Can, can you show yours up to the camera so I can sure. remind me what they look like? Yeah, oh, how'd I'm you get like one, this. Josh? Sweet. But it's
0: got sox on the side. Oh. Wow. I, I, <laughs> I didn't get one because when I pulled up, they were pulling the sign down that says you get a free Ox mug or whatever. Yeah. So I must have just missed it by a uh, – minutes
2: yeah like we said it was a it was a pretty great crowd i thought uh i don't know if it's always like that on sundays or because it was father's day or because it was a giveaway and there was a lot of stuff going on or if it was because i was throwing out the first pitch but <laughs> um it was it was a good crowd at the baysox uh ballpark today
0: yeah we're gonna we'll continue to say i think as we've been saying all year go check out the Bay Sox. check out the shorebirds the ironbirds the tide uh the keys check out all these minor league guys because we got to see some future uh, Orioles today, and that's where you get to see them. You're not going to see them in Baltimore this year.
2: And, uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody there will hear this or not, but I just—I got nothing but great things to say. Everyone I dealt with, from the person who took my ticket to the person uh, at the concessions, everybody was super friendly, always had a smile on their face. Um, oh, I, it, the, pers- the, the girl who helped with the first pitch was great. Uh real talkative, real friendly, so uh it, it was a good time all around. I had nothing but praise for the base socks today. I take it you didn't deal with the girl at
1: the moon bounce. No, I didn't go to the moon okay. bounce. Alright. Yeah, everyone was great. <laughs> I also had an issue with concession where my stand was out of Bud Light Lime. Uh oh. So I had to go to a different uh line. I was not happy. <laughs>
2: well maybe I should have consulted with you guys before I had
0: nothing but good things to say. <laughs> It sounds like some pretty binary no. negatives.
1: Well, no, I got some major negatives. About the Bay Sox? No, about about you all. Why well, I look up and it's like the 4th inning and Bert's already out of there. He's probably somewhere halfway home um already. <laughs> and 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 me and I go back in and sit down with the uh in the 6th inning and you know and uh and I talk to some coconuts sitting around me and they're like, "Yo, what happened to what happened to Josh?" I said, I, Josh isn't here. Bert's not here. You it's know, just me, last guy standing, seventh inning. We're not talking about, like, the 14th inning of extra inning baseball. We're talking about the seventh inning of a, of a minor league I, game, Father's Day at the Bay 336, and and
0: no, and that's just me. All right, I left at the bottom of the sixth, and I'm pretty sure everyone in the stadium knows I left because I had a crying five-year-old in my hands the entire time, and she did not stop <laughs> crying until we got to the Seven River Bridge, which is a 20-minute drive from the Bay Sox Stadium. Yikes. Which is when she fell asleep. All right. Well, Judge, so all I, I got to say is you better be glad I'm not
1: doing the strawberry of the week segment anymore. Oh, I carried the strawberry. She was red and pink. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. fine. fine. I, uh, hey, Matt. So Bert, Bert, Bert? Ask
2: ask me when when I left uh, Camden Yards on Tuesday night for Margaritaville night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bert, when, I when think, did you uh,
2: leave Tuesday Margaritaville night? I think it was one batter into the top of the second inning.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I haven't even talked to you about that. How was Margaritaville night? <laughs> it was good. It was fun. What, you got a uh, t-shirt or something? We got a t-shirt, yeah. You got yeah. some margaritas?
2: Uh, Bud Light Lime, yeah. That's close enough. <laughs> Most, more or less. Um, yeah, the the, uh, the the festivities were pretty cool. It was a live band out there in the statue court. You might have seen some pictures. A lot of the statues were decorated with sunglasses and lays. And Hawaiian shirts and stuff like that. Um, I, w- I was a- deceived. Uh, usually when it's one of those special ticketed theme events, theme nights, you're allowed like access, private access, I would assume, to the picnic area. Sure, yeah. Right. But this was, you know, anybody, anybody could go in there. You didn't have to have a Margaritaville's theme night ticket so to you, get in there.
0: So what did you get with the theme night? A t-shirt,
2: basically. Where, basically, it was so just – What did the, they give you the, Guaranteed you a t-shirt. Where Where'd you get the t-shirt? There was a, a desk uh, in the concourse, Gate G, where you had to show your ticket, and it was a special tab they tore off to get your t-shirt, oh, showing stupid. that you had purchased the Margaritaville
0: night. So there's stuff. not even a special area where you go and hang out with the other Margaritaville people.
2: I mean, there were, but any you didn't have to have a special ticket to go there. Like, gotcha. it was
0: just the flag court. I'm not
2: sorry. The, the statue area. and Legends uh, Park. The pic- yeah, Legends Park and the picnic area. Uh, they had special concessions, special drinks, um, but you did not have to have a special ticket to go in there and enjoy the band or order the special drinks yeah, or anything so like it's that. Not like Anybody could have done, done that. Thrown in. Correct. The uh, the additional theme night, uh, I guess, upcharge was just to guarantee you a T-shirt. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. Is
0: that what the giant sunglasses were for that I saw going around on social media?
2: probably like they the t-shirt
0: has the bird oh like they showed like i saw a picture of like giant sunglasses sitting out by like in that area above the bullpen like like sunglasses like bigger than you oh yeah i don't know there was a big
2: adirondack chair uh you could get your picture there uh they they had a few things oh yeah giant uh a surfboard you could stand on and get your picture taken uh the bird was out there in his hawaiian shirt um and was
1: the was the jimmy buffett concert good
2: yeah yeah it was a there's a band they played all i mean it was a local band but their their deal is they play all jimmy buffett island music you know type stuff um so the band was good they were playing right next to the cal ripkin statue they were set up right there and that's where they were playing um but yeah the band was good it was it was definitely a good time um but you know i went with my wife and and by the end of the first inning, we're like, well, we got what we came here for. <laughs>
0: sure, sure.
1: Oh, my gosh. You guys embarrassed me. Guys it was a John
2: me. Means start, too. John Means had a great game that night.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one game to go to is John Means. We we went on Friday to the Luis Ortiz game. <laughs> yeah. And yep, we stayed we did, yep. longer than you. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> last that long, but we lasted
0: longer than you. Yeah, we lasted
1: <laughs> almost to the end. We lasted to see about about four home runs. Eesh. Yeah. 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 John Means gave
2: up a home run to the very first batter on Tuesday night and then uh, he was good the rest of the night. Um but that's what stuck with us. We're like, well, he already gave up a home run, let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I after I mean it was hot I mean and I, and my wife had the baby. So after a while, I think in the fifth inning or sixth inning, um no, later than that. It was like the seventh inning, Emily just took the baby out in the car and just sat in the mm. car. And me and Silas kind of tucked it out. Um but then, of course, Silas was, was wanting to walk around and stuff too. So we walked around for a while there at the end of the game too. Uh, but it was it was a uh, it was a fun time. Fun time had by, by all. I just want to keep you on your toes, Josh, because um, people are talking. People about are talking, what? Josh, about you. People are talking about not just leaving around the game. People are talking about you now that the rebuild's happening, and it's kind of like I mean, buckled leader. down, Oriole fans. Like, let's go. Let's invest in the team now and the young players. Josh is taking his first chance to get out of here, and he's going down now to Florida. So just pe- people are talking. I'm not going to say they're questioning your fandom, Josh. I just want you to be aware, not me, but
0: people are talking. I know. No problem. I got that. I got it. I'm, right. Don't worry. I'll fly home for big games. I'll fly home for – I'm not going to fly home to see Luis Ortiz pitch, but I'll come back here and go to some games. Uh, I will – you know what? I will be continuing to watch the Orioles on TV, but you know what? I won't, be, I won't be having to use my Unlocator app anymore to trick the system. So I will be legally getting the Orioles games on streams now in Florida. Um, Unless they're playing the Rays, then you can just watch it on uh, Sun TV.
1: True. Well, well true. Josh, I, I will go to the yeah. Rays
0: in in Tampa on uh, Labor Day to go. I'll go to that crappy ballpark. What real Oriole fan's going to go to that crappy ballpark? I've been there. I've been there, too. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go there in a, in a couple months. And I told you guys I think I'm bringing 336 Daily back just as me from Florida in order to stay attached to my Oriole fan base and to, and to force me to, every day, stay on top of it.
1: <laughs> that sounds – So you can talk Give about – Give yourself m- some homework. Talk yeah, about Luis Ortiz, Ortiz. That sounds miserable so to So
0: I will – Right, so that I don't get lazy. And uh, that way I can continue to talk about Luis Ortiz and Paul Fry and – Whoever other random pitcher the order is going to call up for the day, so I'm once I am going to bring three three six back uh, July first once I'm in Florida. All
1: right, that's fine and good for you, Josh. I just wanted you to be where people are talking. I mean, I mean per- per- personally, like I just love this team too much, so I couldn't move it away like, like you're doing. I just going to do it just because <laughs> my I'm heart is moving. too much invested in this team. But but I mean, to that's,
0: each their that's... own. I'm not here to judge. Teach to their own. Oh, we'll see how many. Uh, how many games I watch compared to the rest of you guys or how, how much I pay attention to versus you guys being with the Orioles being in your backyard. I I feel like I'm already on top of Bert on the number of games I pay attention to. And I think that will continue. Undoubtedly. I have, I can't tell you the 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 two innings I watched on Margaritaville night is the most I've watched in the last month. Exactly. I think I'm good. (laughs) I'll be good. Even from Florida. If anything, I'll just be out in the pool watching the Oriole game.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think there's something about being away that makes you appreciate it more, and, and might even like, increase your fandom and make you watch it more. There's certainly also be you'll I'm sure you'll run into other Oriole fans there um, that you can bond with, which is a which is yeah. like a cool deal. So yeah, oh, that's that, good. it would be
0: yeah, it would be cool if I could find an an Orioles bar or something down there or a uh, support group for when there's for when there's big games that I can't come home for. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, whatever, three, four year, three years when the Orioles are in the playoffs, I'm flying home and uh, going to the game. I'll well, be right there with you guys.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Even if not, I, I can FaceTime you from the game. <laughs>
0: right, right. All right.
1: So we appreciate uh, the coconuts who came out to, to, to Bay Sox. At, Definitely. At, at the, uh, today at the Bay. Uh, Father's Day at the Bay. We appreciate our own father who was there. Shout, shout out, Dad. Happy Father's Day. So um, good to see him. We skipped uh, an an important week of of church league softball with our dad to go to this Bowie Baysox game with our dad. So that was that was good. It was fun. A
2: pivotal game. Yeah.
1: They're all we were undefeated. So it was a pivotal game. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: I think I don't really know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like that. I don't know, but yeah, I think we've won all the games.
1: Yeah, like there was one game where we only had seven players. So I don't know if technically we're disqualified because we only had seven players. But our but we seven still players won.
0: beat their nine players. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how that works. A little two-man outfield, and they couldn't get the ball to us. Yeah.
1: Our section at, at Bowie Bay Sox Stadium was if Rylan Banning got an got a RBI, we all got free Buffaloes or something.
0: We got a Buffalo Wild Wings coupon. You guys hear They that? never said what the coupon would give us.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, he went over 4. So that didn't work out very well.
0: Mm, Right. mm. I know. I thought it was finally. Ryan Bannon is dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want my Buffalo Wild Wings coupon. Right. (laughs) I don't know. That sounds better to me than the Maryland Lucky Row or whatever, where you get the coupon for food at the casino.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The casino that I will never go to. (laughs) I've been
0: there. Maryland Live? Yeah. Never again. I've been to
2: Horseshoe uh, once or twice, but I've never gone down to Maryland Live.
0: Oh, never mind. You're right. I've been to Horseshoe. I've never been to Maryland Live. No desire to go to Arundel Mills.
1: Yeah, me neither. Oh, I've been to Arundel Mills. I mean, I've been there, yeah, but I've been I... to the mall.
0: But have you been yeah. to yeah, Maryland I've been
1: Live? In, yeah, I've been in casino. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Um. Is there any even even any Oriole news we want to bother getting into this week? I mean, there's been some call ups and, and send
1: downs with with pitchers. There was there's nothing man- that's really. Manager hides meltdown. Ortiz, um, Anthony yeah. Davis is traded to the Lakers. Um, just trying to cover <laughs> all in my Tarnassian. bases here. The, the 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 Bruins lost in the in the Stanley Cup, which was made my day. That's right. what when I was being crushed by the Boston Red Sox. At least we could say, how about that hockey series? Right. You know? Go Blues! Yeah, yeah, so at least we had that going for us. Because you know you got to find anything here to to throw back when these Boston fans and Yankee fans come to the stadium. I mean, we got to pull back and find something to talk trash about. And it's getting desperate times.
2: It's interesting that the, uh, the NHL Stanley cup finals and the NBA finals more or less are like in the same week. Like, I, I don't know if this has this ever happened before where the same city wins both in the same year, or even could you imagine like on the same night, like if the Boston Celtics and the Boston Bruins won their championships on the same night, that would be insane.
0: That would be awesome That should
2: happen sometime Maybe not to Boston Yeah, some other city As long as
1: it's not the Celtics and the Bruins That would be okay Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Like uh, the Toronto Maple Leaves And the Toronto Raptors There you go Sure. It's the the
0: greatest night in the history of Canada Yeah, you're buying that Were you surprised that the Yankees Were able to get Encarnacion And for so little No, they're the Yankees I mean, they, they gave up a right-hand pitcher, Juan then A guy cash. from Rookie Ball. Yeah, 19 yeah. years old from Rookie Ball. Right.
1: Um. I mean, I think this is the way of baseball now. Like, big names don't mean anything. And, and I mean, I think Edwin, Edwin, Edwin Encarnacion's is a good player, but he's a DH only. I think mm-hmm. if you're looking at um, dealing Trey Mancini, that makes you sh- shake your head and say, oh, man. If that's right. They it, didn't get
0: anything for him. Yeah,
1: like uh, because people now value prospects so highly, they don't value veteran bats who
0: just hit home runs, um, but don't add other right. f- phases of the game. So or I th- the opposite of the NBA. It's like the opposite of the Lakers trade. Right.
1: Yeah. Because in the NBA, if you have a proven star, like you will trade all your draft picks for it. Because and that's what they did. The draft pick is such, especially outside the top like three picks. You just never know with the draft picks, and most of them don't turn out to be that good. And stars are so rare, um, and you just there's just five players, right? So if you have two stars on your team, boom, you're in the playoffs. You get three stars on your team, boom, you're an NBA, um, you're an NBA uh, championship contention. Where baseball, I mean, we see it with. Uh, I saw reading articles. Um, Otani, Shohei Otani, hit for the cycle, and people were talking about how great Otani is. But they got Trout too. I mean, they got freaking two superstars, and they still can't make the playoffs. So you just need a lot more, kind of to go right, a lot more players in, in in baseball too, which makes it more challenging. Which is why, probably, why you accrue so many kind of young players and and hope, and just hope that some of them work out. Encarnacion is the third highest uh,
2: home run leader of all active major league players right now. Oh, is that true? <laughs> career career home runs, wow.
0: and that's just going to go up now that he bases the Orioles more. <laughs>
2: uh, number one is. Albert Pujols, yep, six hundred forty-five career home runs. Number two, any guesses? Oh, um, give me American League or National League? American League, same team for a long time now. Oh, uh, Miguel Cabrera. There you go. You got it. Yeah. There you go. He's a he's a home run hitter, and uh, you know that's what the
0: Yankees want. Yep. Hey, 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 the way the baseball is flying out this year, it seems like what everyone wants. That. I'm pretty sure Trey Mancini uh, hit a home, his home run to center field today. Did you see the highlight in the 10th inning? No, I heard about it, but I didn't it see was it. One of the, it was one of the lightest swings I've ever seen. It was like <laughs> what we used to laugh about Chris Davis, where he would do the one-handed swing. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little just like he was trying to just poke it, and it went way out over the fence.
2: Oh, uh, there was some Orioles news. Uh, Alex Cobb's out for the year, right? And he
0: is out for the year, yes.
2: And uh, Mark Trumbo had another setback, and uh, it's not
0: official yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's never coming back. But but the bigger Mark Trumbo news is that he sat down with Dan Connolly because, I guess, by his request, he wanted to set the record straight. Sure. Because you know, no one's been asking, and he has decided that enough is enough, and it's time to let everyone know that he did not cause the pie ban. Oh, um, did he say that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He came out. I wanted, and to make it clear that uh, that the pie ban was not his fault, that he just happened to be the last person to get pied, that it came down from upper management.
2: Uh-huh.
1: so Yeah, and I think everyone on who has a Twitter account and follows the Orioles should send a tweet out there apologizing to Mark Trumbo. Because oh, yeah. over the past year, he has been eviscerated on Twitter all about the stupid pie stuff. And so now everyone should 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 send a tweet saying saying they apologize, but they won't. I, I've been looking at t- t- today and, and saying uh, they still blame Trumbo for being not fun and 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 Trumbo this and, and and Trumbo that. No, you cowards! You called him out for ending pies. It turns out he didn't end pies. You owe him apologies. So our sucker should apologize. I-
2: I'll apologize to him if Adam Jones comes out and says. Mark Trumbo wasn't the one who called for the pie ban. He did. Adam Jones
0: did? Well, Connolly followed up after the interview and asked Jones. And Jones said that as far as he knows, it was not Trumbo. That it came up (laughs) from (laughs) there. Okay. All right. But what I like about the whole thing is is Connolly went back and said, all right, well, let's look at the stats. Because clearly fans were upset about the the pies. Everyone blames Trumbo. Which I, I love the idea of, like, part of it is Trumbo's face. And Trumbo just looks like a no fun guy.
1: Yeah. And uh, and he's been, he has a history of like being
0: more serious and less fun and less fun loving than other people. All right. So this all went down on September 3rd. Uh, What was that, 2017? Yeah. And at that point, the Orioles were 70 and 67, one and a half games behind the Twins for the wild card spot. Within reach. Within reach. Uh, Then Trumbo got pied. 30 minutes later, Adam Jones tweeted, no more pies. The Orioles then lost the next lost twenty of their la- of their last twenty five games uh and then the next season they went forty seven and hundred and fifteen and now this year they're twenty one and forty eight at the time of this write in so since the last pie was smashed at Camden yards, the orioles are seventy three and one eighty three yikes, which is just hilarious that that pies got banned and the Orioles went to trash yeah. Yeah,
1: but this makes more sense, actually, in typical Oriole fan narrative. It never made, made sense, really, to blame Mark Trumbo. Because whenever anything goes bad with the Orioles, the guy you always blame is the Angelos. is the Angelosis, It's Angelus, right. And so right. this makes more sense for Pies. It wasn't Trumbo's fault. He's a player. He's a victim. It was the Angelosis. It but, was whether Peter or Lou or John,
0: one of them,
1: right. the is fault. I, but I love that, that two years later, all those games
0: I love that two years later Trumpo was upset by this. He said, "At no point did I either go to Buck or go to upper management and say that I had any problem with it at all. Yeah, but judge said, I, even to this day, I get lots of people that think it was something that I did. At some point, enough is enough. I find it funny to be honest, but at a certain point, you have to kind of clear the air and say I had nothing to do with it.
1: I'd be pissed too. If you ask me, if you ask most Oreo fans, like who really follow the team, um, and they just like a reaction game, Mark Trumbo reaction. I bet more people would would not say all those dongs. I would say more people would say pies. Right? Right. He's, he's right. most known now, infamously so, for the pies. He's the notorious pie um, stopper. The the guy who sucked all the
0: fun out of that winning ball club. Right. Right. So yes, asked, yeah. So I'll, if goes. I'm
1: Trumbo, I would want to set the record straight too. Shoot.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me. Of, what's the guy up in Boston who let the ball go through his uh, legs? Buckner. Buckner just died. Yeah, and they always blamed him, even though like no one talks about the pitcher that gave up the big hits and stuff, and the errors. Or oh, was game are, six, yeah.
1: Are,
2: yeah. Uh, he shouldn't even. She. He shouldn't have even been playing first base. Right. He was just like uh, he had pinch hit the previous inning. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things
1: that yeah,
0: well, you know, when, go into it. And yeah, they
2: normally, yeah, they normally have spot. a
1: defensive replacement. But I heard that he right. wouldn't be a veteran on the field
0: for when they want it. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that stupid stuff. All right, so uh, Connolly then called up Adam Jones and said, Jones said, I never was told Look it was going to Con-
1: Connolly, do it, do it, do it, doing the report of know, the, some hard, doing real hard reporting research.
0: Work. Yeah, I, I don't think – Finally.
1: I don't think Rocco Ra- uh, Baca would, it, would it take an extra step to, uh, to call Jones.
0: No. no. No, I love it. I love it. All yeah. right, so Jones continues. My understanding, it was – Upstairs, and I did what any good employee does. I complied. I think the public blamed Trumbo. Not me, but I'm sure I smoked him. I've got heavy hands. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jones Trumbo, ever set my, the record straight? Uh, yeah, he didn't. Jones, Jones closed it out with the pies were awesome, and the people loved it. The media loved it. Uh, the splash. They made a shirt, a giveaway meat, shirt for it. Running out in the tight form shirt. It was my signature, so Jones is still proud of the pies, and we've seen a little bit of it in uh, Arizona. But I love that. I love that. There's a whole article because Trumbo wanted to set the record straight.
1: Yeah, well, it set the record straight because no one remembers you for the 47 home runs you hit in 2016. People only remember you for the uh, freaking yeah. pies.
0: And I'm I'm sorry, Trumbo, but it's an article in the athletics, so most Oriole fans will not read it or hear about it.
1: Yeah, next time, I talk to Schmuck. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of uh, Arizona and former Orioles, you see C- C- Caleb Joseph pitched today. So good for him. No kidding. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because he's a catcher. Right. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening.
0: This is uh, to another edition of Section 336. Hey, I, I forgot. We're gonna take next week off with all my moving stuff, right? Sure. So yeah. So uh, I know we've been consistent with three hundred and something. We've been insanely weeks,
1: consistent. But we're gonna take a week Way off. Way too consistent. Yeah. So, uh,
0: <laughs> so let's see. What's up? What's up, Putt? New show? We've uh, been
1: the JJ Hardy of podcasts.
0: Right. So we'll see you guys in July.
1: Is That's that next true? show. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Okay, and good. Show us July. Maybe we can talk about some international signings then. Ooh, you're right. Normally we would go on July 1st, but maybe we should wait till July 2nd. So Josh can
1: pronounce a bunch of names uh, for the yeah. first time. That'll be a bunch of fun. people, won't want to miss out. A bunch of people no one
0: has ever heard of. That should be good. Yeah, I'll be in Florida and uh, we'll. July 2nd. We'll kick it back off. Sounds good. All right, boys and girls. Uh, if you don't yet, subscribe on iTunes, write us a review, give
1: us five stars, all that good stuff. Follow us on tell, all, tell a friend. Do a better job than Bert of promoting the show. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Section 336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Roadie. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Rooker. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Base
2: Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional
0: compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.